Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. My name's Luke, host of the YouTube channel Rocked, and thank you very much for tuning in. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. There we go. So apologies if we both sound a little bit tired. We just came off of a uh, mini vacation and are adapting to the real world again, and it's not as fun as it sounds. I have doesn't to sound fun at all. I have to say, <laughs> this past weekend might be the first time both Gretchen and I got to sleep in for months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was nice. That was yep. nice. Now it's gone. Womp womp. Now it's so. gone. So, hopefully you all are doing well. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will have new music Sunday again this Sunday, unlike last week where we were out. So, please tune in for that. Also, for you unaware, um, if you're a Twitch fan and you follow on Twitch, we will be having Rock Coliseum Riffage tomorrow on the Twitch channel. All four of us riffing music videos for two hours straight. Should be a lot of fun. Should be ridiculous. Hopefully, you guys can all make it for that. We promise we'll try to make it as entertaining as possible. Thank you very much for all tuning in early. I see a lot of familiar faces on Twitch and YouTube. Always going to have a crowd early right away. So, as I pulled everything up, I the thing about Windows is whenever you have like a bunch of tabs open, if you like wiggle one around, like it minimizes everything. So, fun fact that kind of drives me mad when I do this live on the fly. Anyway, Gretchen and I are keeping an eye out on festivals and concerts coming up, as many people are right now, to see what's actually going to happen. Um, in the United States, more and more tours and festivals and concerts are being announced by the day for the second half of 2020. Meanwhile, over in Europe, it seems like everything's getting pushed to 2022. So it's quite a different thing for a lot of different people. And we'll try to beat our updates as soon as much as we can when we have that information. So. That being said, one of the big tours that came is the one that's going to be the most polarizing because we found this out first that Machine Gun Kelly is going to be doing a big fatty tour in 2021 at small amphitheaters and venues across the country. Not small venues, but decent venues and smaller amphitheaters throughout the United States. And we found this out because Machine Gun Kelly, Machine Gun Kelly is going to be at two DWP festivals, both Louder Than Life and Aftershock. And along with that, he announced the tour. He gave the following quote. Let me pull this up for everyone because, boy, it's, it's, it sure is quote. <laughs> uh, I want to break the mold of everything I just did and piss people off all over again. When I say break the mold and piss people off all over again, I just mean make them think again. Make them have a moment of, this artist is so polarizing that I have to tune in. So, I have to say that this comes after the backlash of Machine Gun Kelly's first performance since Pandemic. In Jacksonville, Florida, at Daly's Place, a big amphitheater that he just had, they just had this past week. If you're a pro wrestling fan, this is where they film AEW on the weekly. And they had attendance, they had a crowd, they had a concert, they had photographers. I've shot at this venue before when I lived in Jacksonville. It's a gorgeous venue attached to the Jaguar Stadium, where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. Gretchen was there. Gretchen saw it. She didn't see the amphitheater, but she saw it when we went to Rockville mm-hmm. in 2019. Right. Amazing venue. I've shot shows there. Great venue. I'm sure people enjoyed it for what it was. Um, he's catching a lot of flack for doing it so early. And it really does 
paint a perfect picture of the first person who tries to do something like this that's not socially distant, because I don't think this was, was Machine Gun Kelly in 2021. He wants to polarize people. He wants to be that person everyone's talking about. Not for his music, but just talking about. And in many ways, that's the perfect person you want to test the waters. It really is, guys. Think about it. Who would you want to be the one, the guinea pig, you know, and then the potential scapegoat? Well, look what happened with Machine Gun Kelly's tour. So that tour will be going on in 2021, going from September all the way through the end of October and then a one-off in December, not including other festival appearances he might be making. This goes from East Coast to West Coast and many different stops. Um, I probably will not be seeing the show when they come to St. Louis because if I go to one of those festivals... That he will be that will be covered in uh, Aftershock or Louder Than Life or any other festival he's at. I might check it out then. Mm-hmm. And I stand by this. Rock shows and festivals are where his waters will be tested the most, and this will make or break Machine Gun Kelly as a rock performer. Last night was or not last night? This past week was his third in Jacksonville, and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of hit and miss things from people. But the big speech was about, you know, he's doing a show and it's way too soon. It's not so much what was his performance like. The other two performances were on SNL and another TV performance. And the SNL performance was average. It was what it was. You know, nothing really to complain about. He had time to practice for a week with his band. And the other TV performance was terrible. So it's going to be hard to say without seeing footage myself how the Jacksonville show turned out. However, he's going on the road with his uncomfortable fancy shoes because he hates it when people when rock stars dress comfortably. Uh, I know that was wait, a that was wait, a big, that was a big rant he went on. He hated Warp Tour, the two or three shows he was on because he would see bands wearing comfortable shoes and wearing regular clothes. He's saying that's not rock and roll. How dare you wear comfortable shoes? That's exactly what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So. What a weird thing to get upset about. And he was ranting quite angrily about it. So at any point, if um, I do shoot Machine Gun Kelly and he's wearing sneakers of any kind, you better believe I'm going to point that out. So that's besides (laughs) the point, though. I really can't stress enough that this is going to make or break him because if his shows start to suck, Mm -hmm. especially at festivals, festival crowds will not be kind to him if he's bad. Now, if the crowds are so drunk and high and sweaty and delirious, they might give him an inebriated pass, which might be enough. The people that are buying his tickets for these amphitheater shows, though, they're going to see him. They Mm -hmm. are. You know, and as a live performer, he knows how to perform live. He does. Maybe not in rock all the way, but with all his music and stuff, he might have a lot of great road musicians and a band behind him to work that. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all that plays out, because to be honest, I don't know how it's going to play. If he has one or two bad shows in a row, things are going to get out really fast about the news and The show will, I think the tour will sell. It's going to be 2021. People are going to want to show us no matter what. People are going to want to go to something. 
Mm-hmm. And this will be in September. So the whole social distancing thing should not be an issue then. <laughs> Someone on Twitch just said, where are your dockers? You poser. Eh, well, yeah. I mean, you don't have to go the route of Lizzie Hale and 12-inch heels, but at the same time, she works them really well. You know? And mm-hmm. I just don't get the whole point. It's like, um, wear whatever shoes you want. No one's coming to any show ever to see what shoes you're wearing. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm not, I've, I've never heard never. that argument. I mean... The only one that I've ever paid attention to with shoes is Zach from Shinedown. And that's because he loves his shoes. So okay. I'm always interested to like see what shoes he's wearing on a specific night. Okay, that's it's something. L- literally, the only musician, singer, band member, whatever that I've ever paid attention to shoes of, and it's because he just posts about his shoes all the time on Instagram. Okay, I'm a Do- <laughs> I'm a Doc Martens guy. I love Doc mm-hmm. Martens. I would wear. I have Timberlands too. Are those cool enough? Are those serious enough? Because they're super comfortable, too. Mm-hmm. So what's the line, you know? Am I not allowed to have Dr. Scholl's in my shoes? Oh. Then what? Am I a poser because I use fakies for being comfortable? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's ugh. We could go on a stupid, dumb rabbit hole for stupid rants like that. I'm just going to come out and say it. Machine Gun Kelly makes a lot of dumb points, and he's not standing out well in the light for rock. And as a rock star, he's still untested. We need to see how he handles things live because it shows like Aftershock at Louder Than Life. He's going to have higher billing. Mm-hmm. Not a headliner, but he's going to have higher billing. And it's going to be very interesting to see his name leading up to someone bigger or like if he's like between them and a heavier band and pe- like all the heavy music fans have to wait through Machine Gun Kelly, you know. It's like we were talking about uh, with A Day to Remember, like, on NotFest, you know, playing Degenerates or something. It's kind of yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're you're really going to open up with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as much uh, as I, I like Degenerates, I'm, I'm in the minority. I like that song. It just doesn't fit in t- certain atmospheres. You agree there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place, and NotFest would not be it. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, well, we don't know about NotFest happening through 2021. We don't know other tours like that. Um, if you are interest, interested, Machine Gun Kelly's information can be found all over, online, on his website, on all his socials. Um, festival information as well, we will bring you as soon as it comes up. Let me know your thoughts on Machine Gun Kelly right now. It hasn't had any other new music really come out since his album last year. And that's mm-hmm. what he'll be mostly promoting. He probably will have other new singles co- come out and... From what I understand, he played a lot of new stuff like from that album at the Jacksonville show. So if you're at that Jack show, let me know. I doubt anyone's listening that was there, but thank you. Also, I see the Dom is in the audience. Thank you, Dom. Dominic Noble. Thank you. (laughs) Gretchen, don't encourage him. I was just being (laughs) polite on a formality. Thank you very much. (laughs) Ah, Moving on from that nonsense. Um, Speaking of nonsense, Gene Simmons, um, with his infamous statement of rock is dead, always comes up every now and then when another artist likes to bring that up, which is fair. It's going to be a statement debated for quite a while until something really comes and changes the system. 
One of the best counter arguments to that I've heard in a while and more well-spoken is from Josh of Greta Van Fleet. I was not expecting that, but it was actually very well said. It just broke over yesterday and today. And this is probably a quote that I actually do very well get behind from Josh of Greta Van Fleet regarding the statement that Rock is dead from Gene Simmons. Maybe the Rock, maybe the world of Rock remembers is Rock that Gene. Rem- wow, I'm botching that bad. It's written weirdly. It's like bracketed out. Sorry, let me try to rephrase that from the article on Loudwire because it's bracketed out. Mm-hmm. Maybe the world of Rock that Gene remembers is dead. I don't know. I think rock and roll is a very elastic genre. It seems like every once in a while, a generation reinterprets what that is. And I've heard a lot throughout the years. I guess people blowing hot air about it. I think rock and roll can become dormant, but you cannot kill something that supersedes time. It's an attitude and a spirit and a celebration. I think people pass the torch and time moves on. So. Two things I take out of that. One, that's a great statement about rock and roll can become dormant, which it has over the past decade. It has. A lot of the biggest names have become very one-trick pony and dormant. And Mm -hmm. they're riding on laurels. And newer bands cannot get any attention. But at the same time, the genre itself has still not become dead. You know, it's survived many generations. People are... I can hear someone praise Ghost... And then transition to talk about Pink Floyd very easily. Mm -hmm. So, coming from a young musician, I mean, he's only early 20s. He might be young. I don't even remember how old he is. Josh, as I stole (laughs) the entire show. Okay, he's a little bit older than I thought. He looks so young. That's why he's 25. Oh. He is a little bit older than I thought he would be. He's the older of he's the older of the brothers. See, that's what I didn't know. I say they're also young looking. I know. I thought he was the younger, but he's actually oh. the older. That's why. So, moving on. In twenty five years, no, he didn't. He is not. He was not there for the real uh, birth and growth of the grunge movement, where rock and alternative were dominant. You know, Gretchen and Gretchen and I were. Gretchen was born a baby, and I was young. For the grunge I was born movement. A baby. Yes, you were a baby. I was young <laughs> for the grunge was movement. Like the word in. Yeah, I know. And then we both did not exist for the hair movement, the hair metal, Mm-mm. you know. Nope. But at the same time, we understand that rock does supersede generations in time. And we're not going to get into the debate again of like, how can it be revived? What band can do it? Because that usually just ends up spinning our wheels, and a lot of people get upset when they suggest names and realize, oh, no, they can't do it either. It's not Machine Gun Kelly, by the way. I'm just betting money on that right now. So. I feel that there's going to be a difference in opinion on this from someone, Gene Simmons, who's way up there in age now, twilight of his career, and Josh from Greta Van Fleet. You know, I'm in my 30s. Josh is in his 20s. I feel that there's some argument to be made for, like, I could see his point of view, and it was well said that, yeah, rock had become dormant, but that's not dead. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to point that out because that actually was a very well-guarded response 
and well explained yeah. it a pretty short statement that addresses the problem while still explaining why the attitude is wrong, saying that mm -hmm. Rock is dead. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Someone just asked in Twitch, too. Could Miley do it? Miley Cyrus? You know, if that rock album huh. that comes out, she's supposed to have one rock album coming out and a Metallica covers album. That yeah. rock album does good enough. She could bring a lot of fans with her. A lot. Mm -hmm. She's the... Honestly... I say this now, Miley Cyrus is the musician that I would want to see collaborate with other bands. Big oh, time. Oh, heck yeah. She's the one. That's the one I would want. You know, Bring Me the Horizon did the, like, the EPs that we'll talk about in a little bit. The post-human uh, post EPs that Bring Me the Horizon are planning, the sequence of them. Mm -hmm. They did tons of collaborations. Bring Me, the Horizon, Bring Me the Horizon featuring Miley Cyrus? Yes, that could work. Yeah. That'd be great, actually. And there's other artists, too, that could do that really well. It doesn't have to be something, like, as heavy as Bring Me the Horizon or wildly different, you know? It could be something more traditional. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that could totally work. So that is fair. Well, like, even even when we saw the collab with um, Lizzie Hale and Maria Brank and Taylor Momsen with with their collab that they did, yep. bringing her into something like that, like, with Definitely. Lizzie Hale or something, would be so freaking badass everyone needs to timestamp this one because gretchen might have just nailed something with the idea gretchen and miley love yeah. gretchen and miley well miley and lizzie sorry gretchen calling I was about to miley be like, <coughs> <Lizzie. coughs> like y'all don't want to hear me sing well regardless <laughs> so yeah lizzie hale and hale or just hailstorm featuring miley cyrus because hailstorm's done a lot of collaborations with people before Mm -hmm. Someone also just said on YouTube, Greta Van Fleet featuring Miley Cyrus. Boy, would that yeah. send the moms into some psychotic rampage. Oh, God. <laughs> Those Karens that grew up watching Hannah Montana, the younger generation like, of obsessed, Karens that are obsessed, are obsessed with Greta with, Van Fleet. Yeah. Oh, man. I, oh, my God. I'd pay to see that. I'll go <laughs> in the photo pit. But I'd have, mm -hmm. like, during the third song, I'd have to turn around and, like, take photos of the front row of Karen haircuts, just losing their minds. And that would work. Oh that God. would totally work, too. That would get mainstream attention by mm -hmm. far. Miley Cyrus could be that bridge to help Rock get yeah. more attention. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? I think that totally works. Someone just made a clip of that on Twitch, too. Hell, so. yeah. I called it, y'all. You did. You did. <laughs> Give Gretchen credit I'm on that one. I'm going to call it now. It may take a few years, but I'm calling it. Because I think that'd be great. <laughs> Again, I said collaborations might be the only way. Bring Me the Horizon yeah. doing that is a great one. Like, Because I said that a couple months ago when uh, Post Human came out. Like, mm -hmm. Bring Me the Horizon featuring Post Malone. That would do it. When Ozzy did yeah. something with Post Malone, worked out pretty well. It did. Oh, heck yeah. So, you know what? I think that's possible. There has to be some creativity. Now's the time to do it. More and more bands are going to start coming out with stuff. So I mm -hmm. hope that leads to more. Can't say what that's going to be right now, but I'm hoping for more. And yeah, so whoever said that in chat, bringing up Miley, could Miley do it? Yeah, that's a fair mm -hmm. question. That'd be something possible. And she's mm -hmm. already been like, th like proving herself that she can do something. Yeah. I'll transition to this right now. Bring Me the Horizon said um, for their upcoming EPs, they're working on number two right now for the post-human series, that these EPs are going to be made to have something for everyone. 
it's not going to be all the same style and speed as uh, survival horror. Some of them might have variation in style. Some of the EPs might be completely different altogether than uh, what we heard with survival horror. But at the same time, they are desperately trying to make something unique every time in this series of EPs. From what I understand, there's going to be four. Don't quote me on that one. Mm. But yes, there will be more EPs in the post-human series, and they're working on them right now, from what I understand, for number two. I think that's pretty cool. I'm glad that they're keeping tabs on that. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to do very well. I hope they do a big tour, announce something, whether that's festival appearances or something else, because I know they did announce something for 2021 with Architects later in the year. And I hope that goes out great. They'll be all throughout UK and Europe on that one. And I hope that's the shows that they get. They've earned that one, in my opinion. So. <laughs> Someone just uh, said on Twitch too, Fever 333 featuring Miley. <laughs> uh, it's interesting for sure. Miley getting yeah. like, lyric and attitude composition. I don't know how well that would fit, but mm -hmm. I, I, won't knock it I won't knock it out, you know. So, yeah, just to give you an idea, I say there's more room for collaborations, even if it's just one-time things, for artists that aren't a part of it. You know, the Struts are doing that, you know, when they did stuff with Kesha. It worked. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Don't say it won't. Uh, we played the, the song with Paris Jackson and the Struts, Michael Jackson's daughter. Right. It was much less energetic than a lot of people expected, but it still proves it can work. So it's got to be, you can, people are going to have to reach outside the box for stuff like this. And I think that's why it'll be okay. So that being said, there's going to be new music from a lot more artists right now too. And I'm really hoping, I'm of the mindset, the more the better. We're just going to have a lot more surprises coming this year. And now that we have so much to look forward to, it's going to be great. Someone also just suggested Poppery, Poppy and Miley. That'd, huh. be, that'd be bonkers. That would I, be. I don't know how that would work, but it'd be bonkers. So there's a lot of cool stuff to come with that. And I got to say as well, moving on, as I pull up my little cheat sheet of topics of everything there is to look forward to, I <laughs> have to say that Korn is doing their live um, show presentation. They're doing their streaming events. Everyone's saying it's great. Korn said they are recording a new album right now, and they might have it out by the end of 2021, which would be very impressive. Their latest just came out in 2019. And Korn's a band who said, Fieldy of Korn said, it's been brutal on the entire band not being able to tour for over a year. Because Korn's a band that loves to play. Even if you don't like Korn, you don't have to like Korn, but that is a band that people go nuts for live, and they are, make their killing on the road. That tour that got canceled, that co-headliner with Faith No More was going to be a big one for them in 2020. So hopefully that gets rescheduled. Don't know if it will or not at this point. Mm -hmm. That being said, no matter how much of a corn fan you are, I don't think anyone wants to name their baby corn. Baby corn. But um, an accident happened and the story broke <laughs> last week. Uh, a newborn baby was born in a hospital, all healthy. The mom wanted to name the little girl Cora, K-O-R-A. Oh. Well, 
apparently the nurse or the attendant in the L&D room didn't write down properly what they wanted the name. <laughs> Whether it was a case of bad handwriting or bad listening. <laughs> Kels Tate, the mother, said a few things on a tweet posting to the world to make sure everyone knows. In all caps, the hospital messed up my baby's name and we just got the birth certificate and it's corn. My baby's name is legally corn. <laughs> K-O-R-N. Hell yeah. And the second tweet, she followed up. Number one, the name is supposed to be Cora. Number two, this should be able to be easily fixed if we are fast. Number three, there's a chance they may have had me double check this. But to be fair, I was down a lot of blood at the time. Oh. I've worked in L&D rooms as part of my IT healthcare career many, for many years when I was living in Florida. Um, yeah, when the baby's being born and nurses and pediatric physicians and L&D, OBGYNs, they're all running around and an IT guy occasionally. It's because sometimes it happens. Sometimes I had to go in there during deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, that's not the time to be asking how to spell the baby's name. You just write down baby girl and wait. Uh, uh. And if you still are not sure if that's what mom wanted, then you wait. You don't send it off. Yes, it can be fixed quite easily. So long as they're quick about it, the longer they wait, the harder it is. But it'll be fixed just fine. But the memes came. Um, There's quite a few good ones online. And the mom did show the actual, like, birth, like temporary birth certificate, a little piece of paper. First and middle names, K-O-R-N. So... Yeah. I mean, they could present it to the band corn and be like, hey, uh, can we get like free tickets? I was going to, I was, uh, I was actually, th I was actually thinking the other way around. I hope Jonathan Davis sees this and goes, you know what? You get a free ticket for every tour. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> and I, like, I still don't know. It had to have been a handwriting thing because I look at the keyboard, the letters A and N are not even close to each other. So it had to have been a handwriting thing. But still, you ask the mom again, and if she still doesn't seem like she's cognizant enough to answer, you wait. That's it. How is that hard? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's me, guys. Maybe that's me. <sighs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. <clears throat> Just wanted to bring that little story to everybody because, boy, oh, boy, you try... You, you try to get people the benefit of the doubt in the healthcare industry. And sometimes stuff like that happens. You have to go, come on now. Really? <laughs> Someone on YouTube said baby Bizkit is the baby's brother. No. Oh. No. No. Baby slip. Oh, no. Baby slipknot. No. No, that's not it either. I don't think anyone would mess up those names. I highly... Yeah, and someone else just said on Twitch, just write, you just write in baby and then parent's last name. That's what most hospitals mm -hmm. do. Yeah, that's, that's the standard. So that's not difficult to figure out. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Hopefully baby Cora gets everything taken care of before she realizes that she was named after Got the Freak on a Leash, you know, and the song that's Daddy. Hysterical. Yeah. And scat singing. <laughs> so... Moving on, cool little interview that Billy Joe Armstrong did of Green Day. 
he was stating what his favorite album and song from Green Day were. Ever. It's a big discography, big library of stuff to choose from. The stuff he picked was not what people were expecting. Not the biggest hits ever. And looking at this, he says, first of all, his favorite song ever that Green Day wrote is Jesus of Suburbia. Ooh. He states on that one, Jesus of Suburbia is the one that sticks out. It's so epic. I mean, I'm tooting my own horn, but I think it encompasses so much about my life and friendships and family, and it's flamboyant and big and bombastic. It's one of those moments where I was feeling like I wanted to take a big risk. It's so fun to play live, seeing how the entire crowd sings along. It's just one of those songs. So, if you're a big Green Day fan, you ever wondered what Billy Joe's favorite song of Green Day is? Jesus of Suburbia. I can get behind that. Yeah. Then he goes on, yeah, and then he goes on and was asked what his favorite Green Day album is. That was a different different one. And it took him a little bit longer to ask that. And he says, at the moment, he clarified, at the moment right now, he says it's Kerplunk from 1991. His statement on that explanation, it's kind of autobiographical. We wrote that record when I was 18, 19 years old, and it was at a time before punk became mainstream. There's something about it that feels like a fanzine. All of us were living together, living in bands together. It was a coming of age in a way. A song like Welcome to Paradise wasn't just about teenage heartbreak anymore. It had a lot more to do with life slapping you in the face. Hmm. So. And someone just put, posted a comment. How many of the comments after that were Billy Joe going, no, you're wrong, Billy. Your favorite is this. It's like, yeah, that happens huh. to everyone. Okay, people are still doing the baby names, baby Deftones, baby five-finger death punch. No. 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 Ridiculous. Corn, at least, like, when you when you see what the name was supposed to be, yes. at least Cora you and get Korn. it. You get where the mistake could have been made, even though it's a pretty mm-hmm. stupid mistake. You at least understand the process. Yeah. Like, you didn't question, are you sure you want to name your kid Corn? Yeah. But, like, at least it's understandable more so than if you just straight up name. All right, Mom. It's a healthy. All right, Mom. It's a healthy baby boy. What do you want to name him? Cannibal Corpse. Not how mm-hmm. it works. Be like, ma'am, are you sure? <laughs> Yes, I'm positive. <laughs> um, my insurance is paying for this. Write it down. Baby Cannibal oh. Corpse. Oh, dear. So. With Green Day, I don't know. I've still talked to everyone about this before. My favorite Green Day album is Dookie. Also the first album I ever bought, so there's a little bit, little bit of bias for that one. The Hello Megator has still not had any updated dates. Although we are getting that new Weezer album, finally. That's been delayed for over a year. Mm. So we will bring you updates on the Hello Mega Tour if that ever comes. Hopefully this year. With the baseball stadiums being back in action, where most of those shows were like planning on being played, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Because there is a time window for that for the baseball seasons. You can't play um, National Stadium, Wrigley Field in December. No. It'd be pretty rough. So... <laughs> Baby Creed. Yeah, well. Creed's actual name, though. Mm-hmm. There have been old... That's an older generation name. Like Creed from The Office. That's that actor's real name, too. So. 
I feel that going back to um, the Hello Mega Tour, Fallout Boy has been oddly quiet, which means we'll probably get a new Fallout Boy album as well. Green Day have had a lot to deal with over the past two years. Don't know if we're going to do Green Day album anytime soon, but they probably will be the ones pushing the Hello Mega Tour when it comes out. Weezer's just going to be Weezer and show up and have fun. I feel like Rivers is just finally ready to have that Van Weezer album come out. <laughs> Don't know yet if I'll be reviewing it or not. As I always try to do when I have album reviews coming out, I will have a new album review for Gojira's latest Fortitude. That's due on Friday. The album review is also coming out on Friday. I was asked to keep this on embargo, as most album reviewers were. I will give a bit of a spoiler, though, to everyone that listened to the podcast. Album's great. I love it. Ooh. I'll just leave it at that. So please check out that <laughs> album review. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about my next video topic. I asked on Twitter while I was on vacation, oddly enough. Well, I think we were either just getting ready for the morning or something like that. And I posted on Twitter while Gretchen and I were just relaxing. Um, what are some top 10 list, top 10s and list video ideas I could do? One person got a good one out of me. They did. And I said, like, so don't ever say, like, I don't take, like, people's suggestions because this was one of them. Ten bands that have changed their singer and it worked. So I've already written out bands. I've already started, like, the... Pre the introduction to the video as I'm trying to change up video formats, even for like list videos, it won't be a ranked video. But the one caveat I'm doing this for this list is I don't want to make a list of bands where they changed the singer where death was the reason why. So this will not be as morbid of a video. That's part of the reason. So other reasons, and they could be negative reasons. The best example of this probably a lot of people think of is Black Sabbath when Ozzy got booted out. Oddly enough, it was 42 years ago today that Ozzy got kicked out of Black Sabbath. Huh. Yeah. Well, damn. Mm-hmm. Well, they... Right, and then people on Twitch are understanding the idea. So that means mm -hmm. no ACDC, no Alice in Chains, so stuff like that. And then, but you do have quite a few bands. Gretchen and I were thinking of groups, and like you have the big names that did this before, you know. Like, you have the, um, well, Black Sabbath going to Dio. That's a big change. Iron Maiden's another one that's on the list, even though, you know, Bruce came back. Anthrax is another big one, because they've gone through singer changes, but still, Joey Belladonna came back. That still counts, totally. Hmm? One of the best examples of a positive one is Kill Switch Engage. Jesse started, then it was Howard. And then on amicable terms, everyone was happy. Jesse came back. And the bands tour together and still love each other too. And Howard's doing his own thing with Light the Torch. So that's another positive example. Mm -hmm. And then Journey, someone just said in the chat, Journey. There's quite a few. One I brought up was Genesis. Because it wasn't always Phil Collins at the helm. He used to just sit in back. With Peter Gabriel doing everything up front. And then Van Halen is a big one too. That's on the list. Because they've changed a couple times. But the two big ones that really everyone knows them for. Starting out with David Lee Roth, who's one of my Twitch sound effects. And then going to Sammy Hagar. 
that's huge. And it worked. Each band I listed, that's the whole crux of this, uh, this video. Each band I listed, the band still succeeded after the change. They still charted. Mm-hmm. They still sold albums. They still did very well. You know, it didn't like derail the band too badly. Or if it was like a case of an- like with Anthrax, where the original singer came back, you know, mm-hmm. and things still continued on. Same thing with uh, Iron Maiden. So there's quite a lo- like a lot of room for that. Feel free to leave comments about stuff like that as well, because there's a lot of bands that did stuff like this. A lot. One like like one I saw in the chat of Mice and Men. Yes, that is a that's a decent example. But boy, oh boy, with all the um, I'm trying to steer clear of Allegation Alley. <laughs> is that if yeah. that, as I'm going to refer to it now? Um, just because of that stuff. Because I shot Allison, or I shot of Mice and Men so many times in the first half of my photography career. And when I met um, Austin, I was not a fan. Hmm. That's just me. Other people are going to have wildly different situations with them. But yeah, um, I'm trying to steer clear of that one because I don't want to get more flack for ignoring allegations. And then if I have to bring up allegations, that make, that really takes focus away from the video. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and people are asking again, so no Allison Chains. Yeah, Allison Chains doesn't count because Lane passed away when they were all broken up. And William's doing and William definitely is doing just fine with Allison Chains, but at the same time, death was the reason that like it's never gonna be Lane again. So <laughs> So there's a lot of good ones out there. Like a lot of people are suggesting a lot of bands too. So Dropkick Murphy's. Deep Purple's a big one, another classic one. There's quite a few. So expect that video, hopefully not this week at all. Hopefully next week, so long as I get some writing done. I have the names listed out. Hopefully I'll start working on that on the weekend and get that to you early next week. Nice little video that someone suggested on Twitter. And that's a good, that's a good topic because it does happen. Gojira this Friday. And I also then... Oh, yeah, and someone just said on YouTube, so if no allegations, then no Iced Earth, because they did change singers? Yeah, I'm not touching Iced Earth. Now that, <laughs> Iced, now that Iced Earth isn't even a thing anymore, band members have left Iced Earth outside of Idiot that just pled guilty and is going to go to jail for a long time. So, Nightwish is a great one. Nightwish, because they've had several ch- uh, change-ups, you know. Yeah, Nightwish is great. That being said... I want to thank everyone who watched um, Great Guitarists and Bad Bands, that video. That was the fastest growing up video I've had all year. And probably since last summer. So thank you to everyone that watched that one. I did get a lot of hate mail. Because I dare spoke badly about Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit. A lot of it was um, addressed as why Limp Bizkit is awesome, but not... Um, really giving reasons, but rather just saying, Limp Bizkit rocks, I love this song, go kill yourself, from people. I got the fat comments, I got the eyeliner comments, all of them from Limp Bizkit fans. So, my only response to that is, one, I'm not a fan of Limp Bizkit, and I've explained why in detail. Two, I've never worn eyeliner. And three, I'm dieting. So, 
Hopefully that gets around. I'm trying my best. Trying to think now, because other than that, we're just waiting. That's really it. We're in that era right now where we're waiting for more announcements, more tours, all of them. Someone just said all the edgelord comments. Yeah, they're edgelords. I mean, Limp Bizkit fans in 2021, you know. Uh, what, what else are you going to have? So. And then someone else just said asking Alexandria. That's another, that's another example, yeah. Even though, um, man, Danny came back. Yeah, that's another example of that one, asking Alexandria. Hmm. So there's a lot going on. And I'm always open for other ideas. If you want to leave those in YouTube videos and stuff like that on the long videos. Faith No More is another band that counts. Yes, absolutely. It wasn't always Mr. Patton. And Limp Bizkit is a meme. Yes, that I also agree <laughs> with. Let's, let's be honest right now. Limp Bizkit is a meme. They're going to be touring, though. They're already scheduled for two festivals. And they probably will be for more. Probably. I don't have a problem with Limp Bizkit um, being on festival circuits and stuff like that. They should not be closing out a night. They should not mm -mm. be the headliner. The last time it happened, it was a disaster in 2018. So that's just me. I think we all understand, though. A lot of people are commenting, though, like about people in comment sections, stuff on YouTube and Twitch. So you know what? Yeah, when you like... I've, I'm used to it, guys. Don't worry about me. It's just how people are. When I made fun of, like, when I made that video about Kid Rock, oh, the Kid Rock stands really tried to defend their hero. Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit are the ones I've gotten the death threats over. So it's just how some people are. It's just how it is. I'm not worried about it. All I can do now is diet so that way I can't keep getting called fat. And I don't know how else I can prove I don't wear eyeliner besides zooming up to my eyes really quick, quick, really close every video. But I don't want to do that either because that's weird. <laughs> so. Thank you guys for all tuning in. Thank you guys. Um, if you're wondering for about the Billboard Mainstream Top 3, it's the same as last week. With The Pretty Reckless still having number one for two weeks in a row with And So It Went featuring Tom Morello. So good for them. And Gretchen also just posted a few videos this past week as well. She posted one about not only the gunk that we talked about last week. She posted one about piercing brackets and how some brackets are better than others. Are they called butterfly brackets? They're called butterfly backs. Butterfly backs, excuse me, about that. She's also a Stitch Fix and Video aficionado. If you're ever interested in Stitch Fix, no matter who it is, check out Gretchen's video. You can get a discount or you, if you use her code. It'll help her out big. <laughs> All you have to do is hit up her channel. You can find her on Twitter, at GoGretchen. Same thing on YouTube, at GoGretchen. All her videos there. Then all I can say is if you have any music video suggestions for Rock Coliseum Riffage tomorrow, you need to let me know tonight on Discord or Twitter or tomorrow morning because I need to start downloading them. And other than that, just tune in for Twitch. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be ridiculous. It'll be two hours of the four of us just riffing music videos and having a more laid back session than what Rock Coliseum is sometimes. We're not going to be debating each everything and stuff. It's just going to be having fun. 
We want to have this with all of you guys. So please check out Twitch tomorrow. We'll spam out the link as much as we can. Other than that, just let me know how you guys are doing throughout the week and hit me up at Twitter. All my socials are at the top of the video if you're watching this on YouTube or on Twitch. If you're listening on the podcast forums, it's at RocksNet on Twitter. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to add? Um, other than the fact that uh, based on the people we saw this past weekend, uh, keep in mind that the pandemic is not over. And wear your damn mask. It's very true. Even if you got the vaccine. You nasties. I'll add that as well. Um, We went out to Pigeon Forge, the Smoky Mountains, for our cabin retreat when we had to go back into town. Yeah, a lot of people in Tennessee, they still don't care. Still, It was worse this time, though. It was. Than it was in October. It was. And I get a lot of people have the vaccine already, but still, that's not an excuse. You still need to wear the mask. Hmm. Pandemic's not over. And yeah, it was really bad. Um, I also saw over at the end of last week, beginning uh, or over the weekend, public statistic, 8% of everyone that's had their vaccine so far in America got the first shot, but didn't go back for the second. Like, guys, guys. So you waited that long, got the first dose of Pfizer or Moderna, and then didn't go back to the second. 8% of all those vaccines. (laughs) As of right now, 25% of all Americans have been vaccinated, which is huge, considering also not that they're more easily readily and readily available for everyone. You can get them at Walgreens and CVS and stuff like that if you schedule. Man, oh man. If you get the first, get the second. That's not hard. You've already done the hard part, like signing up for the first and waiting. So I echo Gretchen's frustration. Wear a mask. If we keep doing it, then by the summer, it may not have to be a thing anymore. It really might not have to be. The pandemic isn't over just because all these things are changing from, you know, this time last year. Yep. Which is great, but it's also like, don't mess it up so that we go back into, you know, correct mode or whatever. I mean, when we look at the variants and stuff, you look at India right now, India is in a state of true crisis. Mm-hmm. Over half a million active um, cases right now in India. So, yeah, it's not over yet. So let's do our part. Get the vaccine. Take care of each other. We will be back tomorrow night for Rock Holiday and Riffage. Sunday for New Music Night. Album review on Friday. And we'll be back here for the podcast. So thank you guys again. Hope you all are doing great. Gretchen, anything else you would like to end with? Nope, that was that was my big one. Pandemic's not over yet, guys. Thank you very much for saying that again. We will see you guys next week. Hope you're all having a great time. Don't name your baby corn. I think we can all agree with that at least. Even if you if even if you can't get the vaccine because you're allergic, you definitely can control what your baby's name is. And don't name your baby corn. Double check. Triple check. It's kind of important. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs>